I need to find a way to save it easier. Just send it to you over and over again. Or just put it on your favorites, on your downloader, and put it on your favorites in your pictures. Yeah, I should do that. You know how it is? Mm -hmm. You know how to work a phone? Yep. Well, depends. All right, we're ready? Here it comes. Music, ready. And... Welcome to episode number five. Cinco. Cinco. My name is Carlos Uringer. And I'm Allison Parler. And today we're going to talk about the world. Yes. Yes, we're going to be traveling around the world. Actually, you know what? Let's start with a question. What would be like your top three places that you've ever been? Actually, hold on a second. Before you answer that, let me ask you, can you name like the top three places you've ever been? And then the top three places that you've never been, but you kind of have it on a bucket list. Well, I'm not very traveled like you are. Carlos has been to just about every country, I swear. Nah, um, not every country. But, but... So I, I don't have a whole lot of top threes. Mm -hmm. um, we tend to go to the same place all the time when we travel. Where is it? We normally go to the beach. Mm -hmm. I like warm weather. Okay. So, or Disney World because the kids were little. But now that they're getting older and easier to travel with, I've got a, a couple places on my list that include children and don't include children. All right. So, Let's go. Tell me. Um, so, my kid trip that I would like to take mm -hmm. with the children is I would love to go to beaches, Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos is an island of the yes. Caribbean. Have you ever been? No, and, and, and it will be on my bucket list, but probably around number five or number six, just because I don't think there is much to do other than just the beach. That's what I want to do, just sit <laughs> on the beach. Look at the white sands, yeah. crystal blue water, yeah. have some drinks. Good, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard it's a beautiful island, so that's... That's one place I'd love to go with the children, for sure. Yeah, the pictures are definitely amazing of it. Okay, so you have Turk and Caicos. Where are yes. the other two? So I want to go to Italy. Mm, nice. I love Italian wines and would love to be able to go to some of the vineyards there, uh -huh. really explore, enjoy the food, the culture. Be amazing. I was in Italy last year. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's the thing. So when you travel, mm -hmm. do you have people that are from the country that go around with you? Like, I just, I am so very American. I am going to stick out like a sore thumb. And it makes me nervous just to go different places that I don't know anything about. Much well, less, I'm not able to communicate either. Well, first of all, you know, uh, you got to grow like when you say I'm so American, uh, that that doesn't that's that's not true because if anything, Americans have been known to travel all over the world. You know, okay. uh, actually every every country that I visit, there is a ton of Americans there. So Americans travel by nature, right? Um, second, um, one of the best one of the things I think that uh, the situation of the country of Venezuela has brought up is that uh, a lot of the people that a lot of my friends are moving out of the country and they're now spread all over the world. For example, last year I was in Italy because my cousin was getting married there. Okay. He wouldn't be getting married in Italy if he wasn't, if it wasn't for him living in Holland, in, 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 in near Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and he wouldn't be living in Austria if the situation in the country wasn't that bad, right. you know? Uh, I also traveled, uh, I also was able to visit Spain uh, because my, one of my best friends is living in Barcelona. That's so, cool. But again, you're still going to see people who know something about the area. Well, you can, t you can say now that uh, there is Venezuelans everywhere in the world. We have emigrated. We used to be a, a country of uh, immigrants. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people will move into Venezuela. We had a huge community of people from Spain, huge community of people from Italy that they left their countries because of the war and they populated Venezuela. Now the tables have turned because of the socialism going on in Venezuela. Right. A lot of people has left the country and they just don't come to the United States. They, I got friends in Chile, I got friends in Argentina. I was last year in Argentina on a wedding from a friend. Of course you <laughs> From a friend that um, uh, they live in Mexico. Well, she lives in Mexico and she married an Argentinian guy. And then they have this wedding in Argentina and kind of invited me and I say, why not? You know, so I went there and uh, it was awesome. They actually got married uh, north of Patagonia, which is all the way in the south of South America. It's took me like 20 hours just to get there. Oh my. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. It was. Yeah. Yes, it was. Because you know what? That's another thing. If you have an opportunity to go to a place that you've never been, I want to take it because yeah. you never know when is that opportunity going to come up again. Absolutely. And I agree. And I think it's, I, I hate that I'm not as traveled as I would like to be because never I too it, late to start. It's actually. not, it's not. And I'm only 40 ish. Mm -hmm. So you um, still have another 40 years <laughs> to travel right, around I the do. world. But um, I, I think it makes you a better person when you've been exposed to different cultures, different mm -hmm. ways of life. And I think it also helps us with real estate to be able to understand and deal with people from just different areas. It does give you a different perspective of when you live in here, you appreciate, I think that you get to appreciate how easy, uh, yes, I think that's the word, how easy it is to live in the United States. Mm -hmm. And you get on the on the day to day, and I know, uh, and I know that a lot of people are struggling right now, you know, with the economy and the politics and everything. But at the end of the day, we live in a country that has a ton of opportunities. Yes. It has a ton of opportunities for everybody, you know, and with the right mindset, with the right dedication, with a little bit of luck, we're not gonna yeah. not gonna not gonna deny it. Um, you can actually achieve your goals. You know, it's just a matter of realizing how blessed we are to live in this country because we really are. There is a lot of poverty out of there. There is a there is a lot of countries where, you know, and I was talking. Uh, I was in a in a lunch meeting today with uh, with a with a couple of friends, and I was telling them, you know, we don't really get to step back and realize how blessed we are mm -hmm. to have what we have, and it's not just the uh, physical things it's right. not just uh, financial things or whatever you know it's just to live here just to be able to be on a free country just to be able to uh, raise our kids in such a school system in such a great school system to live in this place which is I think is amazing to live even yeah. though you know yes there are other places that are that are pretty beautiful and very very pretty I think that this is one of the best places I, I wouldn't change raise my kid yeah. in, a, in, a, in a different place. Absolutely, I agree. So 
bucket list. So you have two, right? So Turks and two. Caicos. You have um, Italy. Italy. Yes. And France. France. Yes. Really? Yeah. So I've always wanted to go to France because I had a hairdresser years Dave, ago. Dave, are you listening, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> Anniversary trip. <laughs> um, had a hairdresser years ago from France. Okay. So I went to her for like seven years. Mm -hmm. And every time we would go, we would talk about the country, the culture, the food. And I was just amazed, this sounds crazy, how they could eat bread and pasta all the time and stay so thin. But she said it was because they don't... They're not like us. They don't drive everywhere. They walk. They bike. So much is surrounded by their small communities. Mm -hmm. um, so when I say France, I'm not talking about just you know Paris, the the hype of that. I would love to actually see the countrysides. The countryside, well. yeah. I, well, I know Paris. Of course you do. <laughs> I actually, heard Paris was really dirty. I don't remember it being there. Actually, I went there, I want to say, 98. It was 1998. So it was uh, quite a bit. 17. 17, 18 years old, something. Yeah, something, 18 years old. Yeah, probably around, around that time. I had a girlfriend and... She lived in Paris? She moved out of uh, La Guaira to to Paris with her family. And dude, we kept, we kept in touch. <laughs> This is a cool story because back then there was no internet. There was no emails. Yeah. So the only way to keep in touch was by writing letters and I would fax them. So every morning... You would fax them, I not will, snail mail. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would write a letter to her. Her name was Charlotte. Charlotte. And I will, I will give that letter to my dad so he can take it to his office because we didn't have a fax in our house. But he had a fax in his office, so he will <laughs> fax that letter to friends, and then she will fax a I'll letter the next day with a response and the whole stories. We did that. I had, um, I want to say, like probably 50, 40 of those letters once a week. And of course, to me, it was, was, was cool, you know? But yeah. Turns out, I learned later that everybody in their office le read oh, the letters. Yeah. I'm like, hey, your dad's faxing me, so I hope they're PG because. Yeah, well, of course, you know. All of it, for sure. There's no way he's not. But you had all the people in their office uh, reading um, a real time uh, yeah. love note because she was probably one of my very first loves, you know. And. Um, her mom was so cool, and they invited me to to go to Paris and spend there a couple of weeks uh, with her. And she will take me to her mom. We actually, I I stayed there. I mean, imagine, you know, like the open mindedness. You know, bring the boyfriend from Venezuela and stay here in our house and uh, teach her, teach him all the culture. That's why I don't remember it was dirty. To me, everything was like beautiful. Beautiful. You were in love. <laughs> I was. <laughs> so where where do you have what places on your bucket list? Well, I want to say that, um, yes, I have traveled quite a bit around the world. So I've crossed a lot of my bucket list. Just last year, I was able to go to Qatar. I was able to go to India. Um, those, those very, very opposite places. And I can just talk about it nonstop, yeah. you know, for the next 30 minutes. So it'll be 30 minutes of just me talking about traveling. I'm not going to do that to you, okay, thank you. or to anybody because uh, <laughs> my really will be boring. But um, I want to say that first on my bucket list will be also the beach. Mm -hmm. I like the beach and I like what I've seen in Fiji, Fiji Islands. 
Yes, I don't know why, but do you want to surf there? What's the what's the draw to Fiji? Well, I don't know Did if you I surf there. I don't know if at this point I'll be able to surf those, surf those big waves, but I would, you know, like I'm a little Get bit. Low. I'm a little bit out of shape. I haven't surfed in 15 years. Well, I did surf in, in, in California five years ago. Well, it wasn't surf. I actually got thrown away by the waves. Yeah. <laughs> got tumbled. <laughs> got tumbled, yeah. Um, no, but it's just, I don't know. I, I, I guess that with the videos and the pictures that I've seen and people that have been there and, and, and the conversation that we had, you know, you have Fiji, Thailand, mm -hmm. you know, all the... All that area over there uh, intrigues me to to go and visit. So that's definitely on my bucket list. Okay. Um, second on my bucket list is also the beach, you know. But they say, believe it or not, I want to go and, and see Havana, Cuba. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, never been there. Never been to Cuba. Never been to Cuba. Uh, I had the opportunity and I didn't take it uh, a while ago to to go there and I just couldn't back I think I was working or something like yeah. that uh, yeah but uh, I would love to go and see it um, yeah. I would love to there's a lot of history in that country and there's a lot of uh, rum and salsa and sugar and ocean and you know it, 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 it it's just one of those places yeah. I would I would love to go one day. Um, and the other one is also a beach, <laughs> actually. <laughs> I think we have a theme here. I think here. we have a theme yes. here, right? And that will be Punta del Este in Uruguay. Where is that? That's in, that's in the coast of Uruguay. And I didn't have that high on my bucket list until I went to Argentina. Okay. Uh, the culture in there is awesome. If anybody's been to Argentina, they know what I'm talking about. The food is amazing. You're going to love it. People eat up until like one or two o'clock in the morning and uh, and they start. That's right up my alley. I'm telling you, what I do revolves around food. Well, so. you... If I, they don't have good food, I can't go. Oh, they have amazing food. They have amazing steaks, meat. It's 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 awesome. Yeah. And, and, and the people are so friendly too. And at least when I was around with, I uh, had a friend over there that I visited to in North Venezuela. Um, but yeah, uh, Punta del Este is actually a place where people from Argentina, people from Uruguay go on vacation. And uh, everybody recommended that to me. I mean, there's so many places, I Alison, mean, to be a bucket list. You know what was also on the bucket list that yeah. I wasn't in my, that also the oh, bucket list is yeah, just- changing. Correct. Or growing. Japan. Japan. Yes. So that's why we're talking about different places today because we had an opportunity mm -hmm. to speak with a REMAX agent from mm -hmm. Japan that um, Carlos met at the REMAX convention. And it was really neat talking with her. Yeah, and I, you know, the, the it all started, we were, I don't know, we were coming out of the concert. It was the last, the last day in Las Vegas and I was with my brother uh, and they were, they were just hanging out in there and we started to talk and she mentioned that she's from REMAX Japan. And I didn't know that we had an office in Japan. So at that point, I was like, wait a second, Remax has an office in Japan? You know, the white, red, and blue in Japan? <laughs> like, um, I don't see how many people, and I started to ask questions, and then I just thought it might be interesting um, to bring her over to the podcast so we can talk about, we can actually talk about the market. Actually, we have a pre-recorded interview. Yes, we do. She's not here with us. So we're gonna play it for you. At the end of this. No, right now. Right now? Yeah, right let's play right now. Let's do it. You want to play right now? Yep. All right, here goes.
Um, Ayako Fukushima. Uh, is that that's the right way to pronounce it? How are you? Welcome to our show. And um, I met Ayako in Las Vegas last mm -hmm. week. Uh, I was intrigued. She's, she's a Remax agent in Japan. And I was intrigued about how how Remax works in there and, and, and you know, how the market over there. But uh, first, I would like you to tell us a little bit about you. You know, how, how do you end up being a, a real estate agent in Japan? Okay, hi. Uh, so thank you for having me today. And uh, my name is Ayako, and I'm from Japan. And uh, yes, I'm a Remax real estate agent in Japan. And uh, um, so, um, you know, because I was born and raised in Japan, and I got married. So it was uh, 15 years ago. I got married and then came to America. Then my ex-husband uh, from Colorado Springs, so that's why I came to Colorado, and then I had uh, three kids there, and, and uh, you know I was always you know I was the house mom for mm -hmm. the whole time, but I was seeing that you know uh, Remax sign in front of the houses everywhere, so for me it's like really familiar to you know uh, see the Remax sign. So, um, um, you know, I, I also, I was always curious about the uh, real estate mm -hmm. here. And that's because, you know, there's uh, so many model homes and we can visit there and open housing. Then I love to go in, in there and see the, you know, layouts and the designs. And you, I love to do that. So I was always curious about the real estate as well. But uh, unfortunately, three years ago, I got divorced. So I had to go back to Japan. Then um, I wanted, I had to get a job. Then I was searching what I can do, but um, you know, always you know, curious about real estate. So I think I want to be a real estate agent. So I was searching for the job. So there is a Remax in Japan as well. And actually I didn't know they have, we have a Remax in Japan too. So, so where, no where, where in Japan? We're in Japan, mm -hmm. Kanagawa. It's close to Tokyo. Close to Tokyo? Okay. And how many agents are in Remax Japan, do you know? In Japan now, it's over, we have a 320. Nice. About, yeah, agents. So, and uh, we have a, uh, about 50 offices in Japan. 50 offices oh, wow. already? Oh, I would love yeah. to go and visit one day. It's like a girl now, so. So how long have you been an agent? Three years. Three years? Three. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me a little bit, I mean, do you have any questions right now? I mean, tell me a little bit. Well, I, I just found it interesting that you said you were a housewife, but had interest in real estate and saw the Remax brand everywhere because in our last podcast, Carlos was just telling about how the founder of Remax explained at R4 that mm -hmm. how Remax began was by putting out an ad trying to appeal to um, women to try and actually grow the brand with women. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. Yes, I think so. It's the, you know, that's why I loved, you know, Remax is so much potential there and so many women that, you know, working and it's, yeah, it's awesome. Ayako, one question. Um, are you familiar with how the, the contract works here in the United States so you can make a comparison? Have you ever written a, a, a real estate contract here in the United States? Um, I do not think no. so. So, in Japan, uh, do you do you think? Uh, I mean, what I want to ask is, how is the process over there? Yeah. basically. The process is it's 
but uh, uh, we can do uh, anything like buyers and sellers. So we can do both. Just mm-hmm. just only. But usually in here, it's like a, only one side. Only you want to be the buyer side or owner side. But we can do both sides. Then that's ha- uh, happening often. What's the average price for a house in 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 the market in your market in Japan? Uh, my my area the average is like about four hundred thousand to one million. Okay. What's the size of the houses? Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, it's a tiny. It's, it's not like in the U.S. So the houses are really small. Uh-huh. So average is like maybe like thousand square feet. And are they more single-family homes or okay? So, so a one thousand one thousand square foot single-family house uh, in 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 your town in your in your city uh, would go for around four hundred thousand dollars at the very basic level. Is that is that correct? And then right. after all the upgrades and you know more you know uh, upper class I guess neighborhoods, it will go up to a million dollars. We're seeing a lot of new construction here. Do you have that as well in Japan? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. But we don't have that much land, so we have to, you know, uh, tear down and we build again. So we have to find the land first. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. How's it? In the Tokyo area. Go ahead. Go ahead. How's it? How's the um, loan process? How's it? How's how how long how long does it take? to the point where you put a house under contract and then you close and how is the loan process what's like the interest rate in there what's like the minimum down payment tell us a little bit about that okay the um okay so when you try to you know purchase the property is you know until the closing then it's going to take about maybe a month and then uh, uh it depends which you know bank you're going to use but our interest interest rate is 0.5 to 1.7 it depends one 1.7 percent 0.5 to 1.7 percent so it's wow. pretty low i know <laughs> my buyers might all be moving to japan once they hear that <laughs> yeah. the, the long term is the maximum is like 35 years 35 years no. okay but uh, yes that's that's the average, and that's what we can get maximum. And also the down payment is like you don't have to put it down if you don't want to, but uh, if you can, you know it's going to change the the terms and then the monthly payment. It's going to be changed, but uh, maybe the average is like eight to twenty percent of the property price we're paying. That's the average. But that you don't have to. So in your in your opinion, it looks like it's easier to buy a house in Japan than it is to buy a house in the United States. Is that is that correct? Uh, but uh, we you have to qualify for the loan. So they're going to you know check everything, how much you're making. So mm-hmm. it depends on how much you're going to get the loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So yeah, it's not. I don't know. It's, it's easier than you know getting a loan from America's bank or I don't know but the, yeah it's, now do you have more cash buyers or buyers using financing uh, actually now I'm having the both like uh, the, the customer from the overseas and the local people as well so the local people about maybe 80% they're going to use that loan 
but uh, the clients from the overseas, they are going to just pay the cash. And are they mainly investors or are they actually moving to your area? Um, actually, the investors. Uh, for rental properties, for being landlords or? Um, yes, they're just going to uh, buy the property and they mm -hmm. want to rent, uh, operate for the Airbnb kind of places, something like that. So. Oh, that's 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 that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, another question. Uh, in your office, in your Remax office, how many agents do you have in there? And before I forget, and sorry to backtrack on the contract, do you actually also go to uh, repair addendums and contingencies like? Uh, little things like for example here is common that they offer a free radar and the stove and um washer and dryer do you see those things in there yes yeah we are definitely we're going to you know negotiate and offer the mm -hmm. of that or this and if you don't want that yes we're going to do that also and then now we have a six agent in uh, my office mm -hmm. Yes, and then we try to grow more of this because we just opened, we have a two offices and now uh, one is in Kanagawa, which is close to Tokyo. Then we just opened another one down in Okinawa, which is the south of Japan, which is a small island. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, I moved there uh, last year and then opened another you know, office. Then I'm, I'm the manager as well. I'm an agent, but I'm a manager as well. So I'll try to increase our team there. And then now we have a six agents there. Okinawa, you cannot drive from Tokyo to Okinawa, right? You have to either fly your boat? You can't, you can't, you have to fly. You have to fly, have to fly. okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, that's really neat. Um, well, um, I guess that uh, that's pretty much all the questions that we have prepared. Um, I would love to go and visit you and um, visit Japan uh, one day. You've been about everywhere, so. <laughs> but I have I have not been in Japan, uh, and it's definitely on my on my bucket list. You have to come. If, actually, you know, let me ask you this question. If I were to go there and I will have a very limited time, let's say mm -hmm. five days, right? Okay. What will be, and I know that it's a difficult question because you probably have so many places to go and you, you really don't know what I, what I mean to, but let's say that if, if you, I, if somebody asks you, and I say, I say, well, you have to go to New York, California, right. Miami, and Chapin, South Carolina to go and, and, and no, Lake Murray. But <laughs> what would be like that you can't miss uh, in Japan? Uh, yeah, I want to say you should come visit Okinawa, mm -hmm. but um, I'm going to say Kyoto. Kyoto? Yes. Have Why? That place? No. I have, yes. I actually, uh, yes, I have heard about Kyoto. I've obviously never been there, but <laughs> tell me why. Kyoto. Tell me why. Why do you like it so much? Kyoto is that me, I personally, I love them. I love them. That's because uh, they they have our history there. So there's the, uh, the temples and shrines that's still there. It's like a long time ago, like a thousand more years ago, to still there. And you can also feel the four seasons there. Anytime when you visit there, you'll see the you know beautiful view everywhere. Like you can when you visit there in the uh, springs, and you can see the cherry blossoms everywhere. And then, 
you know, the summertime is that, you know, the green leaves are everywhere and you can also, yeah, there's all, all kinds of stuff that you can enjoy it. And also the food is amazing. If you like the Japanese food, I, I think do. you should go there. Awesome. Awesome. Good all right. Well, thank you. Well, I know now. <laughs> we thank definitely you appreciate much. your time. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. That was cool. That was cool. I enjoyed talking with her. And as much as I like learning about different places, traveling. 0.5% interest rate I know. on a loan. I mean, if that were the case in Chapin, we couldn't <laughs> keep people out of here. And, and, and no money down. None. No None money down. Hmm. I think I'm going to put Japan on top of my bucket list now. Sounds like hey. a great place for an Airbnb. <laughs> Sounds like a great place to just, I mean, like zero down and, and, and 0.5%. I mean, do you imagine if that happens here? No. I mean, if it happens here, we have enough people wanting to move here as it is. Well, again, this is one of the best places in the world. What's your favorite thing to do in Chapin? I talk uh, about bucket list. Well, I don't think that you have a bucket list in Chapin. I think you've done it all. Yeah, I have. The, my favorite thing about living here is the lake. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when we got ready to move back towards Columbia 10 years ago, I told my mm -hmm. husband, I have to be near water because clearly. What are your favorite things to do on the lake? Honestly, just relax. It, I mean, when I go out on the boat, on the water, uh -huh. it just, I'm telling you, my whole body just relaxes. Like, I just, I think I was a mermaid or something at some point. I don't know. <laughs> but I love, love, love the water. Um, you know, when, in my younger days, I skied, I wakeboarded, I did all those things. But now, I just like to ride around, listen to music, and enjoy the So when you say relax, like... You you like you relax on the boat. On you the relax boat. on the water. You relax on the on the islands. What's, on the boat. On the boat. Just yeah. like yeah, we'll just, just like cruising. Oh, anchoring. Yeah, anchoring. Just sitting there and doing just nothing. Just sitting there it's and like... doing nothing. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't get to do that. If I'm at home, something's got to be happening. I have uh, to be productive. If I'm at work, I have to be productive. But I for need, some reason, I need to do something, Alison. You get out there and it's just like you don't have a care in the world. Yeah, I guess, I guess, and, and, and there's some days that it's just like beautiful, gorgeous out there. So we, what's your number one thing to do in Chapin? What's my number thing to do in Chapin? Yeah. What do you love to do the best? Or what do you think is the best thing about Chapin? Well, I love, I love the fact that, uh, well, I love to play baseball. Uh, I play, play in a softball league and my son plays baseball and the fields are great. And, 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 you know, baseball is probably number one of the activities. Uh, obviously, number two is a lake. I enjoy to go to the lake. We usually actually go to an island. We don't just uh, we we do all of all of the activities. Uh, I learned how to wake surf wakeboard uh, a couple of years ago. My friend Todd, um, he's a, he, he has a, a ski because I have a pontoon. I don't mm -hmm. have a, a so it, it really is not that great for for skiing. But he yeah. had a ski boat and. Uh, he let he let us use that one, and I I think I did pretty well for my first time. So I'm hooked with that. Yeah, I think that's the big draw for here is you know most people just getting close to the water, and mm -hmm. we do have so many neighborhoods that are lake access, even if you can't be on the lake, mm -hmm. and you know just go down to the docks, fishing, swimming. Yeah, I got a lot of opportunities. It, it, it like you said, you know, you don't really have to have a waterfront property to yeah. enjoy the lake. Um, you can actually rent 
boats if you even don't have a boat and but there's so many people that have boats in here that all you have to <laughs> you know what the best kind of boat is which one? the one your friend owns <laughs> oh alice revealing her secrets yeah yes. now now we know why you have so many friends that's why i have so many uh, friends. hey my name is alice so what's your name what kind of boat do you have <laughs> <laughs> I'll invite myself. Alison, with the interview and with your bucket list, and we still, actually, let me promise this. We need to talk a little bit more about our favorite spots in Chile. Absolutely. Chaco, okay? It's a lot. We have a ton, and uh, we kind of did prepare to talk a little bit more about our favorite places in Chapin. But you talked too much, so we ran out of time. But I talked too much. <laughs> we got that problem. What are we going to do? We're going to have to, you're going to have to do like some signs yeah. so I can shut up. That's a sign? Yeah. Well, we got 30 minutes, so <laughs> it works. All right. Bye. Bye.